You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadim Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church. Or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast, where we read through the Bible in the chunks or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in so that we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today, we'll be reading Exodus 25.1 through 27.21, 98 verses today. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the people of Israel, that they take from me a contribution, From every man whose heart moves him, you shall receive the contribution for me. And this is the contribution that you shall receive from them. Gold, silver, and bronze, blue and purple and scarlet yarns, and fine twined linen, goat's hair, tanned ram skins, goat skins, acacia wood, oil for the lamps, spices for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense, onyx stones, and stones for setting, for the ephod and for the breastpiece, and let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell in their midst, exactly as I show you concerning the pattern of the tabernacle and of all its furniture, so you shall make it. They shall make an ark of acacia wood, two cubits and a half shall be its length, a cubit and a half its breadth, and a cubit and a half its height. You shall overlay it with pure gold, inside and outside. You shall overlay it, and you shall make on it a molding of gold around it. You shall cast four rings of gold for it and put them on its four feet, two rings on one side of it and two rings on the other side of it. You shall make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. And you shall put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to carry the ark by them. The poles shall remain in the rings of the ark. They shall not be taken from it. And you shall shall put into the ark the testimony that I shall give you. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half shall be its length, and a cubit and a half its breadth. And you shall make two cherubim of gold, of hammered work you shall make them. On the two ends of the mercy seat, make one cherub on the one end, and one cherub on the other end. One piece with the mercy seat shall you make the cherubim on its two ends. The cherubim shall spread out their wings above, overshadowing the mercy seat with their wings. Their faces, one to another, toward the mercy seat, shall the faces of the cherubim be. And you shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark, and the ark you shall put the testimony that I shall give you. There I will meet with you, And from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim that are on the ark of the testimony, I will speak with you about all that I will give you in commandment for the people of Israel. You shall make a table of acacia wood. Two cubits shall be its length, a cubit its breadth, and a cubit and a half its height. You shall overlay it with pure gold and make a molding of gold around it 
and you shall make a rim around it a handbreadth wide, and a molding of gold around the rim. And you shall make for it, it four rings of gold, and fasten the rings to the four corners of it, and at its four legs. Close to the frame the rings shall lie, as holders for the poles to carry the table. You shall make the poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold. And the table shall be carried with these. You shall make its plates and dishes for incense, and its flagons and bowls, with which to pour drink offerings, you shall make them of pure gold. And you shall set the bread of the presence on the table before me regularly. You shall make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand shall be made of hammered work. Its base, its stem, its cups, its calyxes, and its flowers shall be of one piece with it. There shall be six branches going out of its sides, three branches of the lampstand out of one side, and three branches of the lampstand out of the other side of it. Three cups made like almond blossoms, each with calyx and flower, on one branch, and three cups made like almond blossoms, each with calyx and flower, on the other branch. So the six branches going out of the lampstand, and on the lampstand itself there shall be four cups made like almond blossoms, with their calyxes and flowers, and a calyx of one piece with it under each pair of the six branches going out from the lampstand. Their calyxes and their branches shall be of one piece with it, the whole of it a single piece of hammered work of pure gold. You shall make seven lamps for it, and the lamp shall be set up so as to give light on the space in front of it. Its tongs and their trays shall be of pure gold. It shall be made with all these utensils out of a talent of pure gold. And see that you make them after the pattern for them, which is being shown to you on the mountain. Moreover, you shall make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen and blue and purple and scarlet yarns. You shall make them with cherubim, skillfully worked into them. The length of each curtain shall be twenty-eight cubits, and the breadth of each curtain four cubits. All the curtains shall be the same size. Five curtains shall be coupled to one another, and the other five curtains shall be coupled to one another. And you shall make loops of blue on the edges of the outermost curtain in the first set. Likewise, you shall make loops on the edge of the outermost curtain in the second set. Fifty loops you shall make on one curtain, and fifty loops you shall make on the edge of the curtain that is in the second set. The loops shall be opposite one another, and you shall make fifty clasps of gold, and couple the curtains one to the other with the clasps, so that the tabernacle may be a single whole. You shall also make curtains of goat's hair for a tent over the tabernacle. Eleven curtains shall you make. The length of each curtain shall be thirty cubits, and the breadth of each curtain four cubits. The eleven curtains shall be the same size. You shall couple five curtains by themselves, and six curtains by themselves. And the sixth curtain you shall double over at the front of the tent. You shall make fifty loops on the edge of the curtain that is at the outermost in one set, and fifty loops on the edge of the curtain that is the outermost in the second set. You shall make fifty clasps of bronze, and put the clasps into the loops, and couple the tent together that it may be a single whole. And the part that remains of the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that remains, shall hang over the back of the tabernacle, 
and the extra that remains in the length of the curtains, the cubit on the one side and the cubit on the other side, shall hang over the sides of the tabernacle, on this side and that side, to cover it. And you shall make for the tent a covering of tanned ram skins and a covering of goat skins on top. You shall make upright frames for the tabernacle of acacia wood. Ten cubits shall be the length of a frame, and a cubit and a half the breadth of each frame. There shall be two tenons in each frame for fitting together. So shall you do for all the frames of the tabernacle. You shall make the frames of the tabernacle twenty frames for the south side, and forty bases of silver you shall make under the twenty frames. Two bases under one frame for its two tenons, and two bases under the next frame for its two tenons. And for the second side of the tabernacle, on the north side, 20 frames, and there are 40 bases of silver, two bases under one frame and two bases under the next frame. And for the rear of the tabernacle, westward, you shall make six frames, and you shall make two frames for corners of the tabernacle in the rear. They shall be separate beneath, but joined at the top, at the first ring. Thus shall it be with both of them. They shall form the two corners, and there shall be eight frames with their bases of silver, sixteen bases, two bases under one frame, and two bases under another frame. You shall make bars of acacia wood, five for the frames of the one side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the frames of the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the frames of the side of the tabernacle at the rear westward. The middle bar, halfway up the frames, shall run from end to end. You shall overlay the frames with gold, and shall make their rings of gold for holders of the bars, and you shall overlay the bars with gold. Then you shall erect the tabernacle according to the plan for it that you were shown on the mountain. And you shall make a veil of blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twined linen. It shall be made with cherubim skillfully worked into it. And you shall hang it on four pillars of acacia overlaid with gold, with hooks of gold, on four bases of silver. And you shall hang the veil from the clasps and bring the ark of the testimony in there with the veil. And the veil shall separate for you the holy place from the most holy. You shall put the mercy seat on the ark of the testimony in the most holy place. And you shall set the table outside the veil. And the lampstand on the south side of the tabernacle opposite the table. You shall put the table on the north side. You shall make a screen for the entrance of the tent of blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twined linen embroidered with needlework. And you shall make for the screen five pillars of acacia and overlay them with gold. Their hooks shall be of gold, and you shall cast five bases of bronze for them. You shall make the altar of acacia wood five cubits long and five cubits broad. The altar shall be square, and its height shall be three cubits. You shall make horns on it, on its four corners. Its horns shall be of one piece with it, and you shall overlay it with bronze. You shall make pots for it to receive its ashes, and shovels, and basins, and forks, and firepans. You shall make all its utensils of bronze. You shall also make for it a grating, a network of bronze. And on the net you shall make four bronze rings at its four corners. And you shall set it under the ledge of the altar, so that the net extends halfway down the altar. And you shall make poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with bronze. And the poles shall be put through the rings, so that the poles are on two sides of the altar when it is carried. You shall make it hollow with boards, as it has been shown you on the mountain, so shall it be made. 
You shall make the court of the tabernacle. On the south side of the court shall have hangings of fine twined linen, a hundred cubits long for one side. Its twenty pillars and their twenty bases shall be of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets shall be of silver. And likewise, for its length on the north side, there shall be hangings a hundred cubits long, its pillars twenty and their bases twenty of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets shall be of silver. And for the breadth of the court of the west side, there shall be hangings for fifty cubits, with ten pillars and ten bases. The breadth of the court on the front of the east shall be fifty cubits. The hangings for the one side of the gate shall be fifteen cubits, with their three pillars and three bases. On the other side, the hanging shall be fifteen cubits, with their three pillars and three bases. For the gate of the court there shall be a screen twenty cubits long, of blue and purple and scarlet yarn, and fine twined linen, embroidered with needlework. It shall have four pillars, and with them four bases. All the pillars around the court shall be fillet with silver. The hooks shall be made of silver, and their bases of bronze. The length of the court shall be a hundred cubits, the breadth fifty, and the height five cubits, with hangings of fine twined linen and bases of bronze. All the utensils of the tabernacle for every use, and all its pegs, and all the pegs in the court shall be of bronze. You shall command the people of Israel that they bring to you pure beaten olive oil for the light, that a lamp may regularly be set up to burn in the tent of meeting, outside the veil that is before the testimony. Aaron and his sons shall tend it from evening to morning before the Lord. It shall be a statute forever to be observed throughout their generations by the people of Israel. Here today we get some instructions about the building of the tabernacle and the instruments to be used within the tabernacle. Now this is essentially what the tabernacle is, is a uh, mobile temple. Uh, if you remember all the way back to the Garden of Eden, God wants to be with the people that he has created. He wants to be with them. He wants them to be able to be with him. Now the problem we have here is that God is holy and people are not. And you cannot just waltz into holiness. You cannot just approach holiness on your own terms. And yet God still wants to be with his people without destroying them with his holiness. And, and so what he does is he, he sets out some real clear instructions based on sacrifices and the tabernacle. Now the tabernacle is the place where those sacrifices are gonna take place where uh, people can be made ritually pure uh, before God and then get closer to his presence. And within the tabernacle, there's several pieces. There's there are the courts, there's the actual uh, holy place, and then even within the holy place, there's the most holy place. And that's where the Ark of the Covenant is stored. Now, the Ark of the Covenant, that's where the first instructions we get about how it's to be made. Nobody knows exactly what it looked like, but we have some pretty good ideas based on these instructions right here. You can think of this whole section as an ancient blueprint. And uh, I'll link to uh, an illustration from the ESV Study Bible. This whole section in the ESV Study Bible 
um, has illustrations that are similar, at least, to what would have been um, would have been manufactured by the Israelites on uh, based on God's design, and uh, it's really helpful. Now it's three chapters of uh, very specific instruction on what to build, and so um, this isn't necessarily something that you're going to say, oh, so. Uh, what God is telling me to do is that I should build an altar, so I need to go get a bunch of bronze and acacia wood. That's not it. But what God is doing here is he's saying, I want to be close to you. So he, he, he makes this, uh, he, he has Israel make this ark. And with on the ark, you have the cherubim, and the cherubim are facing towards the center of the ark. But you'll notice that there's nothing in the center of that ark. So the cherubim have their wings spread over the ark, but there's no figure on the middle of the ark. Now, uh, in several other um, pagan contexts, there would be something similar to this mercy seat, yet the, the king or a deity would be in the center of that ark. Now, we know that Yahweh uh, has already commanded not to make any images of himself. And so, it's, it's interesting because there's no image on the center of that ark because God is there. He says that he will meet them there on that mercy seat. So God is there. It's sort of the, the, the nexus point between heaven and earth where God will instruct Israel on where to go and what to do. And so it's, it's crucially important. And just the idea that uh, God wants to be with his people and he wants his people to be with him. He wants to give us instruction he wants to give the Israelites instruction and he wants them to obey it so that he can lead them into the promised land, so that he can lead them out of the wilderness into the promised land. And that as uh, they enter the promised land, they can function as a kingdom of priests so that the blessing that God wants to put upon Israel can be spread throughout all of the other nations. And that's really, this is the next step towards that in the plan. And so. We get instructions for the golden lampstand, uh, or as you might have seen, the menorah, but a, a very tall menorah. Um, then you get the tabernacle, and the altar, and then the courts. And the idea being that as you get closer to that holy of holies, that most holy place, you would be getting more ritually pure, you'd be going through more, uh, more and more ceremonies, less and less people would be able to do it, only the sons of Aaron, and as you enter into that uh, holy place, you are coming closer and closer to God's presence, and then you can go out from God's presence after having met with him and give instructions to the rest of Israel. So it is, um, it's kind of confusing for modern ears to hear, especially for, for Christian readers who have full access to God through Jesus Christ. Uh, this, is, this is one more step towards that. And so um, take uh, whatever it is that you've heard in the reading today and ask yourself that question. What does this tell me about who my God is? What does this tell me about the state of humanity? What does this tell me about my own heart? And what is it that the Holy Spirit is stirring up in me this morning? Take those thoughts and turn them into prayers. And I will see you right here again tomorrow. And until then, God bless.